type of talk today. We'll get this baby started on a BSM relationship talk this time. Oh, I gotta put the tab up in the thing. Uh, random. <laughs> BSM relationship talk. And category made this comedy. And made this a BGSM. They love that thing, don't they? Okay. Uh-huh. And... I think another thing I just saw on someone else's page was it was adult talk. And I don't know if that can adult talk. Mm-hmm, under something. Hmm. But it was adult talk. Yes. Really? Huh. Yes. Adult talk. So I kind of like that. Adult BDSM talk. I mean, BDSM implies adult, but you know. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Imply as adults. There they go. There <laughs> they go. I like it. I like it a All lot. Right. Mm. Okay. I think this might, yeah, random BDSM relationship talk, comedy, BDSM. Yeah, relationship, yeah. This will work just fine for me. I guess. Uh, you think it'll rival the first time we did? I was thinking, <laughs> yeah, I can't, it, it can't be, yeah, I think it'll do just as good like the last one. I'm going to think so. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume this thing gonna do just blasted fine here for me. All right, get myself here. I want to ask you though. I mean, I about maybe uh, ten seconds here. Okay. Ten seconds. Okay. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. And today we are going to be talking about video sim and relationships, how they work, how they kick our ass, how they work, why we have even here, that kind of thing. So, I want to ask you, how does. That's for sure. Let me, all right, out the box, out the box. Yeah. I want to. I wanted to ask you, uh, how has uh, BDSM been doing for you in the relationship, uh, what relationship world, I guess? You know, I don't know if it's like summertime frenzy outside, um, but, mm-hmm. I, you know, I think it's getting a little more, hmm, shall I say, uh, tra- yeah, choppy. Then maybe when it was cold and everybody wants to be booed up and everybody just wants to stay in and tie each other. I don't know. Now it's like, let's get outside. And, you know, the CDC says, you know, now we can spit in each other's mouths. So it's just open BDSM season. <laughs> and, All right. okay. you know, people are trying to enjoy. And I'm not necessarily mad at that. But I think if you were in a season um, in which maybe you're in between, like, you know, maybe you were vetting a sub or, um, you know, there was a relationship flourishing, I think it's easier for things to get off track. Um, and maybe that's just me. I don't know. But I feel like it's, it's definitely something I've been hearing. Or maybe it's just me and no. my son. 
to say it that way. No, I believe that. I have seen plenty of time where this can go really, really bad. And sometimes it can go really good, depending on dynamic and communication involvement. We all got lives and stuff can happen at any given time. Some people are okay with it. At a few times, they might feel a little different, you know? I I, yeah. I can understand that. Yeah, oh, wait. Or feeling oh. like I'm missing out on something. Or, you know, not wanting to waste time. I mean, I personally, I don't want to waste time. Oh, yeah, I get that. Who want to waste time? That kind of sucks. Right. <laughs> I, mean, I, get, I get that entirely. And Oh, I, I, I have already forgotten. We already got a message already. Just stop. Oh, what's Just up? Stop. Hey, okay, whoever's I'm, listening, let me uh, check it out. I, here we go. Hello, hello, hello. I'm so glad I got the notification and I have caught you guys this time. Hello, Mr. Noir. Hello, Miss Phoenix. It's a pleasure to sit here. Well, yeah, I'm sitting. To be in here and listen to you guys today. <laughs> Hope you have a great talk. I will chime in where I can. Unless you don't want me to, then I won't. Just no, do your thing. <laughs> I'm here listening. No, please mm. chime in. That is great, Trixie. Mm. Hey, she has some great posts. All she shared oh, yeah. today, Trixie. Can I say? Can I talk about this? Her stuffy. <laughs> this was your post. I'm almost positive it was because subs love their stuffy, and her dog got <laughs> her stuffy and tore it up, like tore his face off. I literally almost cried over it. And it's not my stuffy. <laughs> but I so felt bad for her. Trixie, is that that was yours, right? And if not, I apologize. I'm spitting all that grief on you otherwise unnecessarily. But I'm pretty sure that was her pulse. And I just oh, I mean I'm already feeling sensitive today. Y'all like my flowers? You see I it was got great. I got a different look today. Yeah. Oh man, you know, I might have changed it. I might have changed my post on that. You know, nah, we're the five for now. I'll do it. Now I need to do screenshot because Liberty Phoenix, oh, yeah. decides she wants to do something different and fuck up my like, you know, my post. So I'm feeling like a flower oh. today. You see, I've got Look my, great. I got my flower. You know, what do you call these things? I don't know. I'm gonna call it a halo. And uh, flower my sunglasses um you know on my face so it can hide my low eyes i'm feeling good guys mm-hmm. i had an edible and i'm feeling pretty good i don't do that Dude, don't say i'm not like a pothead i'm not like somebody <laughs> over here doing the most but you know I, and this is probably why i'm acting so extra i haven't had an edible i don't know since like february is hey. that Whatever you do to get the mind right, hey, you saying? Hey, get the get, mind. Get, 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 your body, get your body flowing here, talking about relationships. No, no, that's kind of a touchy subject. I already get that. That yeah. could be a really touchy subject. Yeah. <laughs> I think someone chimed. I, I think Trixie sent us a message to answer. Did she answer my question about what's that her post? Do you see a message? Uh, or no. I don't know. I got to see. I don't think so. I gotta things. go. Don't even worry about it. That's me. I don't know what I'm talking about. So, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Love that. BSM relationship talk, bro. Mm-hmm. So, where would you? What would you say was the best relationship you had? At least one of the best in, in BDSM 
or one of the worst. Hmm. Da, da, da. Wow, you know what? I know, because that is really... Whoa, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to mm. say I don't have a best. Let me say oh, that. Yeah. I know, it all hell is right. I have... <laughs> so for me, I've been into explicitly kinky relationships um, mm-hmm. and neither of them lasted long um, and long is relative but I'm going to say the first one lasted maybe about three months and mm-hmm. the second one lasted um, over six months but like over six less than seven and each time they ended pretty cordially like we knew that we weren't going to move forward in the same way um, you know maybe as Ken kinky folk but definitely not dominant submissive um, like I'm collared officially collared by either um, which feels it feels bad actually talking about it um, because I definitely wanted to be in submission to um, to them when I was in a relationship with them specifically. I'm the type of sub that, you know, only um, submit to one. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, it just didn't end. And I, it didn't end the way I wanted it to for two reasons. One, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, one is they, I don't feel like we had the honesty and the openness that is required for the level of trust that goes into a kinky relationship. Um, and two, because of that, you, you've pretty much damaged the ability uh, for me to submit to you. Because now, now I'm, you know, peeping around corners and not really sure if what you're telling me is true. And you, it just isn't safe to be in a dynamic with someone in that way, particularly if you are into some of the kinks that I am. So that just wasn't going to work. And I'm, I'm actually really sad about it. Um, I'm really sad today specifically because I really just um, ended that vetting period um, this week. And so that's been, I had a rough weekend. So Okay, um, yeah, they'll do it. Yeah, I had a rough weekend. And, you know, I'm I'm dealing with it. Um, I didn't like unfollow him or he didn't do the same to me. It was just kinda like, you know, we've come to an end here and, you know, um let's just chill. You know what I mean? It's nothing wrong with that. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. it's a little it's a little sad. Um, I've heard people say that ending DS relationships can feel much harder and much more painful um, than traditional, you know, relationships, um, vanilla relationships and dynamics. Um, and I, I really, that really resonates today, being that I've been in, you know, vanilla relationships and now this, you know, kinky relationships, both were felt a little extra hard, like, you know. Ooh, I felt that too. Yeah. And you I can feel that. Help me with some perspective earlier, sir, about like when you're a primal. Can you like 
mm-hmm. talk about that a little because that also resonated with me as a primal uh let's see i know being a primal is going to make things a little bit more intense and uh um, you feel things stronger whether the bond the closeness or the fact that you know they're no longer in your life i guess like a double-edged sword you feel things yeah. stronger and you can feel things harder when you lose them especially yeah. if you got a real deep amulet primal a, a primal bond like that things yes. feel more open yeah in a way that's good but it's just like it's a, it can, it can be bad when you're not getting what you're looking for that no, pain can hit deep open though wow yeah I said people a lot of people are not used to being open they're not yeah. used to letting it all out I'm not saying that in vanilla relationships that they can't be open I'm not saying that they can I'm just saying from my own personal experience on this that yeah. When you're open this kind of level and all the extra kinks involved, the people you're talking to and and now have that level of intimacy, it's a little bit more intense. Like I told my friend, uh-huh. let's say you go to a bar and you're having a one night stand, whatever. Um, the first person wanna go ahead and just, you know, meet up, to drink a little bit, they're getting fucked, yada yada yada, you go home, yeah. boom. The second couple, you meet, you're talking, you're getting tired, you're blindfolded. You know, you're locked in there, got toys in you, it's a whole field or whatever. You can choke, talk shit in your ear, and then go about a merry way. You don't, you don't just walk off. Of it. <laughs> no, you are not the same. So, okay. And you didn't, especially. I, know you. I mean, especially. Well, no biggie. Like I mean, I mean, compared to what I, I seen, I said that's not something that people walk around. I mean, walk away from, especially if they're like completely new to that. That's not yeah, something they want uh, to see yeah. come up and just get them all messing around like that. Oh, by the way, I forgot again. We got a, another. We got another uh, a message here, and I'm just gonna play this again here because I make oh, nothing to you. Okay, yeah, that was definitely me. <laughs> um, and it's so funny because I've been complaining about not being able to get in a little space recently. And I get home today, and my dog I've only had for about two weeks. Um, he's a rescue. And he's usually really mild-mannered and really good, but today, I guess he got a stick up his butt. And if you go to my page and look through my stuffies highlight, I have like 30 stuffies. But the three that he got were three of the most important ones. Um, Turbo was my sloth, my very first sloth that I've ever bought. Um, Creme brulee was a Valentine's Day gift that I slept with every single night. That was the bear that had the little red and Roscoe, um, I did not put a picture up, but he is my Triceratops, who's about four feet long. And all his stuffing is missing as well. And when I tell you I cried for 30 minutes, I cried for 30 minutes over my stuffed animals. Oh, oh hell. I am so feeling for her. Oh, but I got no Okay, stuff in. Power to stuffing. Hmm. Oh, beautiful <laughs> thing, sir. Like... When daddy isn't around, like that is the thing that you really harness your mm. energy into to feel comfort, to feel um, safe, to feel, you know, little, um, as what Trixie was just uh, talking about, getting into little space. Like those are the channels. And so something happening to your stuffy is like, 
it's you know it's oh, it's so terrible you feel like like somehow sir has been hurt you know it's like it's really that deep um so yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> said, here we go. Oh, yeah, that was, oh, a said, that was a tangent there. Oh, she said a second one too. What you got? You got a But anyways, that sent me straight into little space. So I was like, no, my stuffies. <laughs> she going straight into stuffy mode here. You cannot okay, be laughing over the death of her stuffy. Oh jeez, like, that stuffy, that stuffy from going there living on like Dragon Balls. We go take it back to the place and bring it back to life. Goodness, here. Okay, we'll see. I hope so. I'm mm-hmm. sure. I hope your daddy buys you a new stuffy. Um, it will never replace the ones you've lost, but you can still certainly, you know, channel that energy into a new one. You know? Or they get, pay- get paid to get it fixed, I wonder. Hey, maybe. Mm. But, I mean, he mm-hmm. was at that. Her doggy was at her stuffies, I'm telling you. So, I know. <laughs> so anyway, I was answering my best and worst, and I think I was just moping. Um, and best, yeah, I, I think I was just like, yeah, it hasn't happened yet. I know what could have been my best, but also, like, I think, I think the dynamic can be at its best when you just more transparent with each other or transparent this is really a place where you can feel free or should be able to feel Mm -hmm. free with exploring like really your dark fantasies and your sensuality um and so your partner can take you to the next level of whatever that means right um and really Mm -hmm. just kind of go there you know with someone um in a place in which you can just really explore and have fun and you know i think that's another thing that covid is coming out with like life is too short to not really learn what makes you come you know um learn your body learn your likes your dislikes what makes you feel good what makes you feel pain which may make you feel good right like all the things Mm -hmm. um and we just can't afford to waste time you know time is a is the highest currency um there is you know and we all have a bag of the same amount so like what the fuck you gonna do with it waste it on like some trash ass motherfucker who can't be <laughs> communicative oh. right and um, be just open and honest as open and honest as you're being with them right and, no, you know, that's, true. that's not something I regret because it had to be done and that's who I am and the next relationship I'm in you know I do it again you know um, and once I feel you know we vibe in I feel like it could be a thing I'm not going to give up. Some people will, though. They've been hurt or they're like, you know what? I'm not having an easy time here in this kinky world. I'm just going to give a fuck up. Like the first bad, you know, BDSM experience they have, they're out. And 
um, I just, it's, I don't know, I've gone too far to turn back now, you know. No, it's true. I think about the time as uh, time goes by and people see things in their life, whether 20s, 30s, 40s, whatever, they ain't get a little different when trying to find, I guess, partners, especially in the King community or anywhere else. Let's say you're just trying to find that certain dynamic and you're trying to look in, van- in vanilla spaces. So now here they're in a the kind of a pickle. They want to yeah. find somebody who, who's kinky, but he don't want to be. A, he want to put to be an asshole. Then they got to find somebody they're attracted to. Then they got to find somebody who ain't you know ain't, ain't toxic. So you got all these things and the factors here. <laughs> and as time goes by, it gets harder to find that. You know, I had a few I knew that were definitely willing, but they were more vanilla. And I know it's gonna be a problem. I think I did a podcast on that like a while back, talking about. Uh, how do you speak kinky in a vanilla relationship? And uh, one person vanilla, vanilla as hell, like you don't want to do a starfish, may suck your dick when you're feeling spicy. And yeah, that's about it. So a guy feeling, yeah, a, a guy feeling kinky, he's going to feel like this is, this is a little fucked, you know? So, you know, I get plenty of people oh. talking and literally listening on that and thinking, you know what? Um, at this point, uh, I sent a few emails asking, okay, did they start cheating? And I'm hearing a few. That's why I allowed them to just stay vanilla relationship because the person got something that they feel will be positive to help them out with or something that'll be, you know, they got something they want to stick to or responsible or whatever. But then they go out there and get kinky on the side somewhere else. And what? I see some of that too. What the fuck is up with that, right? Um, I don't, I don't agree with that, but it's happening a lot. I keep telling people, if you know that's who you are, just pretty much just, put out there what you want to say it, yes, and leave, leave there. it at that, because otherwise you're just going to hurt yourself and the person you're with. You know you're kinky, you know you ain't going. That's a, that's a, that is literally a once we're here at Red Pops. Can't get that one up. They just let them know as opposed to pretend to be something you're not and then when they can't move and you feel some kind of way and now they've got some, some drama going on. Right, <laughs> and that is just not okay. And you also, especially if you get into a dynamic, then you start bringing that same energy into those dynamics. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, that's the shit that's really fucked up, right? Why are mm-hmm. you bringing that shit over here, right? Um, that's not where it belongs because as open and transparent and as deep as I'm willing to go with you in this mm-hmm. this scene and this playtime and this relationship, I don't need you doing secrets and lies, right? Um, mm-hmm. You take now you're taking power away from me to be able to decide and speak into my own consent, right? I consent to be with a play partner who is untethered or maybe tethered, you know, in other ways that I know about, right? Be like, hey, I'm poly mm-hmm. or I'm married, but, you know, I, you know, um, you know, polygamous and I'm allowed to have a marriage or whatever it is. Like, okay, cool. Like, allow me to say, you know, what my boundaries are and if I'm okay with that because consent is king um, in yeah. this lifestyle. And the moment you go outside of it with your secrets and lies bullshit like you are really damaging the re- reputation that could exist in this space 
you know, particularly with mm-hmm. black kinky folk. You know, we just keep that shit out there. Like, we don't need it here. You know? Oh, I know. I've seen that. I've yeah. seen that I can get. And a lot of times, people don't want to, they don't take that serious. They don't want to take it serious. They want to say, like, you know, hey, look, talk a little about this, do our thing, we're good. Or, other sample, you want to get kinky, the person is with somebody. They know they're vanilla, but the person's kinky as hell. And they like the person, but they don't feel like being tied up or spanked to high heaven or whatever, you know, every now and then. Or they don't feel like being, or the rare, the rare ones I've seen don't like being choked. I'm just saying, I've seen more who like being choked now than don't like being choked. So maybe, maybe choking's getting more normalized among women. I don't know. I'm just saying, everyone I ran to, Everyone I see now, they want to be choked. I, 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 to the point now where it's rarer to hear one that don't want to get choked than to say they do want to get choked. I'm just saying, to my opinion, the choking, the choke is happening. With all due respect, we are kinksters, mm-hmm. right? So, is, are we just more mm-hmm. exposed to others that want, you know, choking? That's awesome. I don't like, know, but you know what? It's in popular music now. Um, yeah, choking. So, I think that might contribute to it, you know? Um, yeah, it, it, it's not changing anytime soon. No, and, you know, I think also for that reason, maybe people are finding out that they're kinky at a, at a younger age, like, and have yeah. a name for it or a handle for it. Um, I feel like I was always kinky, knowing now that I'm fully embracing what that means and some of the things that come with it and just um, doing my education on or education. That's how you say it. Education. 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 But like, you know, when I was young, (laughs) I'm cougar age, y'all. Okay. I know I look... I don't know, I look, I don't know, 20 on this fucking, my avatar looks like she's 20. Um, But I'm going to say, like, so I was in this relationship. Now, it didn't start off sexual. And I would, I would venture to say most relationships don't necessarily start off as sexual. They start off Mm -hmm. with, right? You're friends, you get to know each other. Um, And this, respect this was a friend from high school and this came up earlier because um i saw a post it was kind of like one of those shady ass posts and i've been in my feelings today um because of what happened with my daddy to be who turned out not to be um but the post said and quote by the time they want to fix their bond with you you won't even want to deal with them anymore. End quote. Yeah. And, I thought, <laughs> and I thought, you know what? That is so fucking true. Um, and I was sharing, I think I was sharing with you earlier that like a friend from high school who got, we got really close and I don't know, we were like friends for maybe you know, from high school, like mid high school, like sophomore, all the way through, well, you could technically say now, but um, I think I met him when I was 15, and we were just so extremely close, and I think, you know, every 
or a lot of females have that one guy friend who just is in love with them for no good reason like you ain't you ain't giving them none you're not doing nothing special you just being a friend to him and y'all just kicking it and you know he's going with you to the mall and the whole shit right but this is not anybody you're ready to give pussy to just it's more like you know more like your gay best friend who isn't gay right damn uh (laughs) and so i'm gonna say um he was visiting me or visiting the city because he had moved away um and he came back to visit the city and called me just like hey i'm you know in town can i come by and see i'm like yeah no problem like i'm home chilling you know um come on by so it's kind of late right and I, late being like maybe nine like it isn't two in the morning it ain't like all between your legs and digging your pussy out hours it's just like oh, here you we know, go. Late, <laughs> late. i go to the door and i uh. wait I, I like to look sexy around my house, so I don't know. I'm 22. I have my little red negligee on. You know, I like red, so it's, I'm in it all the time. Fine. Open the door, <laughs> he gives me this look, and I'm like, damn, okay, like, do I need to put on some clothes? Like, I don't need you looking at me like this. He's like, no, we good. You know, I did drop in on you, da da da. Now, mind you, y'all, I'm really being innocent about this shit. Like, I didn't answer the door on somebody to get some dick type shit, but it's... I, I understand that it definitely could have looked that way. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. And, you know, I loved him. <laughs> I missed him. You know, I'll get him a hug. He sat on the couch, and I'm like, you know, laying on his chest. Now, I will say, I will say this. This friend of mine was built like a rock, okay? Like, he had muscle coming out of everywhere like he he just had a really muscular amazing body he did he's the type of guy who did football and gymnastics okay and he did both equally well so ladies yes okay so anyway so, you know, there and he's feeling like a man. So I'm like, oh, okay, let me just, hey, I'm gonna snuggle up with you because I ain't been snuggled like I ain't with a man right now. So, anyway, we get to snuggling, you know, then he gets to rubbing in a sister's head, and you know, I got a little spot in there. Those that know, know. Uh, and, you know, we end up sleeping together. Okay, well, fine. I was like, okay, well, that was a mistake. Like, we just kind of did that, and now you can with your life well no right like I think there was this whole tie there and not necessarily from the sex but like we were so close and connected to each other and I think I think the sex really damaged the relationship actually um in my opinion um he didn't want it to right he really wanted to to do more and i just couldn't give him more at the time and i just that's not where i was but um i was explaining to sir too like he still messages me to this day like very randomly out of the blue and i think it's just a connection he just wants to feel that i'm still around or that i'm still there i still care um that we just you're someone that I loved and you're someone that loved me and I still want to have some kind of connection to you even if it's in 
a very small way. So I think the last time I heard from him was about three years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was just a random like Facebook message, you know, hey, I'm thinking about you. And I will respond because I'm excited to hear from when I do. And then he never responds back and refuses to continue accepting my messages. And I just have to, you know, take that for what it is. Um, But then he messaged me last week and he sent me some um, beautiful pictures from his phone. He had taken pictures of the sunset and sent them to me. And I felt so close to him, you know, in those moments. And, you know, wondering, you know, what if? I don't know. Um, and it's it happens. Nice to know, yeah, that I'm still on his mind. Um, and he's, you know, still on mine uh, from time to time. It's just a connection. And that wasn't necessarily, you know, uh, kinky per se. But I think, I think it gets to the point that you can definitely have these deep-rooted connections particularly if you're kinky and you're sharing um, yourself on this deep, you know, level, physically, emotionally, all the things. And it's hard. It's hard breaking it off, you know. Um, And it's hard, you know, ending a dynamic. Um, And I I would like people to chime in if they could um, about or share stories and send them to Sister after the podcast. But like, what are some ways that you've ended cordially, like the DS relationship? Oh, that's uh, that's shit. not easy. Yeah, I've seen a little bit of that when it comes to end the end of the cordial. Depending how how I guess you like fuck cordial, huh, bitch? Um, uh, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, man. It, it gets it gets rough, man. You know, like you try to be cordial. No fuck you. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I, I try. I'm trying, I would try to make it cordial and every time it can get pretty ugly. You know, you try to be as light as you can. Maybe we should stop. You know, we have some problems here. I don't see that going the right direction. You know, you're not really listening or the dog ain't doing his job. I vice versa. And if it, depending how intense that is, yeah, it can get, it can, it, it, it is pretty, it is rough. It's kind of like, you know, you go like a rocket ship. If I tell people the time you want to vet, vet properly. Because depending how you feel, and you don't vent properly enough, you go too fast, too hard. You're like a rocket ship going straight up, but then you realize, oh shit, I forgot to put some more gasoline in, motherfucker. Rocket and now you, you, you are going straight down. And when you go down that fast, you're going to crash like hell, and it's going to hurt. Yeah, and so I've seen a few. Right, sir. It went like that, and it not, you know, didn't take the time. And like I said, it ain't gonna be no cord. There ain't no cord going on here. Are you are people are you cordial when you crash in a plane? No, I ain't cordial. You crash. There's no. <laughs> nothing cordial about a crash. You burn, or if you're if you're lucky, you may come out alive. You'll be you'll be jacked up a little bit. I'm just saying, it's pretty much kind of like that. So, I mean, uh, I what are you vetting? Like, what was some what are some tips you have? Like, of proper ways to vet. I will say now, like my mentor taught me he said for a lot of things nowadays in these BDSM relationships they're not really vetting enough honestly a lot of them are pretty much, pretty much going maybe one or two they're straight up um, once again smash the crotches and then just see what works you know and that's 
you need more time than that. And she said, first of all, you should really try to work on making a friendship first. Yes. If you don't, if you don't form that friendship, and all you got is once again smashing crashes, then eventually, I don't care how hot it is, after a few months of that, then you're gonna start asking, well, what, what else? is this? Right. This is getting boring. I mean, you know, I mean, if you don't have anything up inside the fact you're kind of smashing the hole, then you know now you're gonna have to, you're gonna have some issue here. So that thing here is why I keep telling people you need to, you know, be able to find out what the person's about. Is she in the anime, movies, working out, anything that you can relate to? But if she got nothing in that son of a gun besides that, then yeah, you might have a problem. Hence the reason why we have so many people now religion why they're having, having problems. I mean, the divorce rate is higher than ever been. They say the marriage rate is like less than 30%. Wow. That's pretty goddamn, pretty goddamn low. And single has uh, never been higher in America. I mean, you can't you can't look at anything and think, you know, hey, I think a rocket scientist figure out we got a problem. And you know, you combine the porn, the constant just bang, bang, sitting on the thing, not saying anything, type culture. And you know, not trying to learn about a person, you're gonna get what you get. And I told my other friend, man, I said, look, try going to a marriage and you look around you. If you're constantly training yourself to be with people, some shit fall out, break up with them, move on. You just be with some shit, fall out, and try to talk it out, move on. Then guess what? You do the same thing in your marriage. You do what you've been right. trained. Right. You'll do what you've been trained to do. And I'm not saying that one person, we all have our faults, I get that. Both, men and women, both. I was saying, like I keep telling my friend here, that look, if everybody keeps saying, um, uh, saying they don't give a fuck, that means everybody gets fucked. <laughs> I mean, and once that, again, say that. Unless, yeah. If, every, if everybody doesn't give a fuck, then we all get fucked. And without the loot, they don't give us. They don't give a shit. I'm just saying, man. It just it ain't pretty. And so, I, I it, it ain't rocket science, man. So you keep going, this happen. You look around, you see, see the devastation. The cycle has to end some kind of way. And somebody has to end this. And, and I told my, I told him to look kind of like this. You see a nice guy. He's doing his thing. He believes and you know treat the girls all a certain way. You know, pretty pretty cool. He meets a bitch. She goes crazy on him. She treats him like shit. He gets he gets he gets he gets he gets bitter. He snaps. Now he's an asshole type, whatever. And now he's going through women. He finds a nice girl. She tried to be all kind to him and all that. He treats her like shit. Now I think he's a fuck boy or bastard. Now she turns to a bitch and she goes out there hurting guys. So it's a cycle. Yeah, a hurt, vicious cycle. Hurt, oh my god. Hurt, hurt people hurt people. And I told him to look, and we just keep doing this. I mean, especially in the black community, we already have enough going on. Yeah. So why are we trying to kill ourselves? So best believe we got enough trying to you know trying to take things out anyway. Us. So, Right. So we got enough help with we that don't, everyone else. We don't especially like we don't need Yeah, so we don't need all that, man. We got enough going on that I wish that we could I guess come together on this. That's why I told my mentor too. That's why I got into BDSM. It was because that I liked how deep the bonds were. That's yeah. what made it different for me once again than in my vanilla relationships in the past. It's how far somebody can go and the closest you feel when doing those kind of things. I mean, yeah, it's nice to have somebody tied down specking the hell out and all that, but it's <laughs> it's the closest out of that after it's all said and done, you know. They feel they can trust you, they feel they bond with you, they can't feel with a lot of other people. 
and you feel that kind of connection that makes you once again feel alive. Because once again, if all you're doing is smashing crotches, then my God, at this point, just get a sex spot. Because eventually, it's going to that point anyway. Right. You know? So I'm just saying, right. if you, no, if you can't right do about that, if you can miss them and harness that energy without the sex being involved, right then, then you have something special. You need to hold on to that shit because that that shit is rare. Oh yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I see this point here. If y'all don't do this, they're going to have some god dang issues. Like, I, I had this one. She was asking me questions. She said she had a guy. And uh, she's pretty cool to do, right? Okay. But said the dude um, couldn't fuck. Said oh. he might last. He was, he was, once again, maybe a minute, a few minute pumper. Um, couldn't last. We mind you, like I said, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I, once again, I'm not giving no names. If one of my uh, people came here, would be tied or whatever. Uh-huh. She was telling me she got off more from ropes and toys than she did Ooh. from her ex who fucked her for, for about a year. And I thought that was pretty sad. You know, I mean, that, that that's not a good situation. There, I mean, Jesus Christ, yeah. that is not. She did. She did not know how to see that. She felt bad about it. Why wow, she got the toy thing going on there? And I get it. I get it. Um, yeah. I would tell her to look. You know, maybe since you are kinky or whatever, maybe you ought to go to I don't know. Find a guy you feel like you can actually talk about that. And find one that's actually kinky, or if he's not kinky but he might have dominant energy. Just kind of hit that. I got these toys. I want to can you use them on me or whatever like that, and boom. Or better yeah, yet, you know he's coming. If he's coming, if he's coming home or whatever, come for work. And you want to surprise him? Just get the toys out and start just just slapping that pussy with a little bit right there when he walks in there. So he's like, "Oh, you doing that? Oh yeah. Oh shit. I'm on that. I'm all on it. All right. as, a, as a as a way to like not really try to completely control it, but like you know let him see it and go from yeah. there. If you got the dominant energy you're thinking of. Okay. He'll 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 attack. You know, I mean, it, it ain't rocket science there either. He'll go and attack the thing. But yeah, I'm, I will say, no, I would say, I would say, in relationships, that is, I, I get that's a tricky slope. I mean, look, I never really had that problem because usually everybody I met was kinky, or if they weren't, I kinkified it, so it wasn't a problem either way. So, yeah, in my case, that would work for me. I never had I that issue. That from a sub's perspective, I mean, oh well, yeah, sub's a little bit different. Though. Um, sub's a, sub's a little bit different because I, I know the paradox. The paradox right. of sub is they want the guy to leave, but if right. I have to tell the guy what to do, he's only doing what I'm doing, so he's not really leading. He's doing okay. what I tell him to do, and they'll hear the paradox like a time loop. And it's so, immediately so, for me a turn off because I am really into the dominant. Like I'm more like I like my dominant. I mean, I like my daddies, right? But I do like the domination piece of it. Like I have to know that you're controlling this scene and that I'm at your mercy, right? Um, mm-hmm. During this playtime, and that like you are the master here. And the moment I start, you know, directing, it's like, well, shit, I'm about to take the fuck over. Right, and um, and that's cool sometimes. Right, sometimes you need that. Um, I am a bit of a switch, um, so I'm a sub, but I'm also, you know, I can also go there. Right, so um, 
you know, I will, you know, in a more kind of fun, a fun play scene, take, you know, the reins, no pun intended, right? Um, and, and take over the scene. But that's because we've established a dynamic. That's because we trust each other. That's because, you know, this is something we're deciding to do. This is our first time and I'm able to dominate this scene and tell you what to do, you're my fucking sub now, bitch. Right? So, like... Here we go. Here we go. You know, and I will... And as a brat, I'm already trying to challenge you, right? Um, A little bit. So, you've got that, too. So, if I come in there, challenge you, take the power, and fuck you instead of the other way around, that's your last fuck. That is, like, your last fuck. Because I'm like, okay, well, if I got to sit here and do all the shit, when can I go into my, you know, submissive side? You are denying me access. Um, here we go. You know, so anyway, it's like, oh man, this bitch is with the shits. Yeah, and this is going to be your last fuck. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I have yeah. seen a few stories. On, I, I have seen a few stories. Now, I've seen a few, I don't know, I've I, I seen a few horror stories when it comes to relationships like that. Like it can go either way. I've seen somebody want to try something. The guy say, "All right, sure." They go, "Oh, why the fuck you let me do that?" And all of a sudden, they're kind of gone. I've seen some of that. Or I've seen one where you know, like you just said, dude ain't doing the job. Girl discussed it, said, "I'll do it." And then they say, "Okay, well, fuck it, man. This guy sucks." And she's out. I've seen mm-hmm. some of that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's sad to say. I've seen that. Something yeah, that sometimes definitely happens. Here's yeah. the reason why I've seen Fuck more. the shit out of me the first time, or there will not be a second. Like, straight up. I always tell dudes, you always just fuck like it's your last. That way you ain't got nothing to worry about. Kind of like Bruce Lee. You always yeah. talk about people when, pun- when punching. He said, don't punch his face. You punch to go through his face. Okay. <laughs> That's that the same thing. Same thing with here. You don't fuck the fucker. You fuck the fuck the shit out of it. That's the point. If you didn't, you ain't trying to go out of there. You want to go all. You want to go all the way. That way, you know you did everything possibly you could. So if it goes out, hey, yeah, yeah. you gave all you got. Gave it yeah, all. Of course. Don't bring no half ass over here. Seriously. I'm just saying. Bring from me all, all the dick. From my personal experience, as I can honestly say, that never been an issue. They all kind of came back, but then again. Like I said, everybody takes a little bit of training. I told my friend, but again, you do breathing breathing techniques, learn to edge yourself, uh, doing dick ups with a wet rag, whatever. You know, hey, you can last Wait, pretty what? long what? time. Whoa, what'd you say? Yeah, yeah, seriously. Like, you, like oh, I said, I think I said, what you say about a rag? I, yeah, I think, I think I brought it up a while back about how you go ahead, get your dick hard, put a wet rag on it, do dick ups like a pull up for your dick and make your dick harder and thicker. It's like a workout for you. Same way women do Kegels, make their pussy tight. You know, whatever. Same thing. Same way, yes. I just like hearing it, you know. Oh, I see what you're doing. It. So I like hearing that shit. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. Do that and you'd be good to go. A lot of guys don't, you know, don't know that, man. On a breathing technique, breathe air down to the spine. Help someone numb it while I keep your heart. Add a cock ring. You can fuck the hell out of her and not worry about coming for a while. And it's just small things like that, man. It helps a lot. But a lot of guys, you know. They don't look at it, man. Women, you know, you know they don't want it. Nicole, go ahead. I, I, you, you, you mentioned a term. I, I just want to talk about a little bit. And the uh, same thing with the women there, too. I feel like they, you know, I heard them complain about too much vanilla. 
or doing the whole starfish thing. I said, trust me, if one person out there thinking of ideas and all they can make an idea, they can make it happen. And it's up to them if they want to try something out. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll see exactly where they stand and where you want to go from this. And boom, boom, boom. Bria, what do yeah. you want to say, by the way? Yeah, the um, you mentioned edging. And I was on a Zoom call with some other kinky folk, and we were just shooting the shit about stuff. And we oh, were really? talking about edging. Um, everyone on the call were vulva owners. So, you know, the conversation got real you know got real fun and interesting but you know you had people who were just like oh that is my shit I love edging I love being edged or I like being you know the edgy like I like being the person that's receiving it I'm just like you know what I just I want my fucking nut like I that is not my shit and maybe me I haven't been edged properly I don't know but like what does that do for folks? Um, I mean, besides frustrate the fuck out of them. I mean, that would frustrate me. How long are we as for? I'm sorry. What are we doing? Uh, that 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 depends, <laughs> man. Like the old-fashioned Hitachi <laughs> tied to the chair. It will do something, man. It will do something. You get somebody tied to a chair like that and tell you it will attach to the pussy. They can't move nowhere, tie their arms to the arms of the chair, tie their legs to the legs of the chair. They got to sit down, put the Hitachi right at the clit, maybe a little toy inside the pussy. Yeah, if I had a butt plug for extra measure, yeah, had a blindfold, put a little headphone on top of the head, there you maybe go. put a little soft music, and you know, just leave them there about five minutes. And yeah. Cats of applause, yes, sir. That's a good little, uh, a little edge situation right there. You know, can't really move. And, Maybe you, well, maybe just keep the headphones off. You kind of circle around with the blindfold and whisper in the air a few times while they're just kind of just convulsing in that chair a little bit there from the touch and everything else, you know? That's a good way to edge. Now, a touchy then will make a perfect girl come, so you got to turn it off every now and then, a few seconds, turn it off, turn it back on. So keep them at the edge of coming, but not letting them come. Oh, shit. See, I'm like, hey, hey. Mm hmm. Leave that shit alone. I think that's the point. That's sadistic. That's very sadistic. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, it's very effective. It's very effective. Mm-hmm. It is very effective in a good way to edge. Now, I say it for the guys, because once again, women can, you know, want the orgasm, yada, yada, boom, boom, boom. And for us dudes, you know, us, we got something to worry about refractory period. We come, we're going to get hard again, yada, yada. So edging is really more effective for us because basically it teaches us how to control. Basically, that feeling don't control you, you control it. And once you're able to live there, uh-huh. that's the secret to being able to fuck the hell out of her for hours because that's, that, that, that the feeling no longer controls you. It's like your new home, like you live there now. So for a lot of guys, they, they get to that point, they can't, they can't they get to the point of return and then they, they're gone. The secret is you got to know how to low there, to know your body, and be able to control that. Use your breathing, use the cochrane, you know how to stop, you know how to ebb and flow, and basically you know how to uh, constantly balance it so you can fuck for hours. Once you master that, then you know, hey, you can just go for whatever. That's a good thing. When you get to the point when the girl when the, when the the girl starts asking you to come, now you know you got to that point, because you realize it now, 
once you start throwing that ass back, she got to clap and she try to talk shit, she try to throw everything at you, she realizes this dick's still going. She's gonna start saying stuff like, can you come? That one, you know, that yeah, you fucked the shit out of her and the pussy getting tired. Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Oh, she was God. That, that, that's one. That's a good sign. Now, at that point, you can then decide you want to come or not, or just keep punching that pussy and see how much come out of there from her from a limit. Because that's something else too about self space. Um, or it goes along also with force orgasm or consensual non-consent. Depending if she's into that, you want to talk about that before. But some like to get pushed Wait, to that limit. What that means, consent non-consent. That's some people don't know what that means. Basically, they consent to the ass being taken. Uh-huh. And I'm taken, I mean, by basically, they consent to pretty much, they like being held down. They like the whole, let's say, the whole play fighting thing, but they really want to be yeah. taken. I had one girl tell me that one time. She's like, no, no, okay, I'll stop. Said, Why'd you stop? You said, no. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it, though. Why would you keep going? Oh, that, that, oh, that was like I years back. What this is. All yeah, right. That was like, no one's not no, it's not. No, no. Oh, that's why I always tell people. That's why I always tell people: learn the safe word, because you the safe word may not be no. Right. Mm, and I tell people all the time to learn the person, uh, what they want to say, what they want to do, and then act accordingly. In her case, exactly. she figured out that yeah, she wanted that and she wanted to keep going. And for a lot of guys, it's kind of afraid. They're kind of afraid, like, oh my god, holy shit, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not trying to hurt her. I'm not a monster. Fuck. Right. No, no, let go. Let Look, go. I was like, no, man, you got to embrace that side of you. And once you do, it's okay. Just communicate that first before you get started. Because, you know, sometimes just like the girl can go to subspace. I know for me, I go into primal space. And, you know, yeah. that could be a very powerful thing that we want to discuss beforehand and know what you do or make a distinct um, safe word or maybe a safe signal. Because I had one time where I had a girl gag. Gag, blindfolded, tied down. She couldn't move anything. I said, "Look, right, since you, you can't say anything to your gag, for a signal, just, just do the tap out sign like MMA. There you go." <laughs> so she, so she just tap a like MMA, like Ta-da. okay, tap out, and that's all, all right, I knew. Now you gotta pay attention to that fucking hand now. <laughs> oh, yep. You gotta walk. That, you gotta walk that hand like a hawk. But trust me, when she get that, she get to that point, she'll be slapping the shit out of her leg, whatever she can find, because you know she let you know. But yeah, that is very important to get to that point of consensual non consent. Because basically, when they get to that, I, I guess the ones I've seen that hit subspace the hardest mm-hmm. were the ones that really felt that need of being taken. I'm talking about tied down, they can't go nowhere, you're fucking the hell out of them, you're biting them. Yeah. They love that feeling of being I mean, taken. Some that's usually what it takes. Um, trigger warning, right? Um, mm-hmm. For the next 10 seconds. Um, but some people call it rape play. Um, and mm-hmm. for those who are survivors, sometimes that's a thing for them to kind of be oh, overpowered yeah. by someone who you want to be overpowered by, right? There and we so, go. Um, or I think it can also fall into like if you're sleep too, right? CNC. Am I sleep? Mm-hmm. Can you just come take the pussy? You know, um, that falls in that realm as well. Um, but yeah. I mean, if no ain't the safe word, keep going. Yeah, yeah. Period. That's what I'm saying. I mean, pick, yeah, you can pick something <laughs> that really sticks out, like, you know, ice cream, um, right. John right. Anderson, or let's say uh, Fireball. I don't care. Pick something so wild, you know it's a safe word. Like, it just came out of nowhere. 
Yeah. Like Willie Wonka, I don't know, something like that. But yeah, my thing is... Um, I like Willie Wonka as a safe word, <laughs> to be honest. I think I'm going to add that to my arsenal. Okay, for my next Damn. daddy who may dig the crates and hear this podcast, this word will be familiar to you. Like, what made you come up with Willie Wonka? Boom, listen to stereo. Um, <laughs> that was recorded on May the 25th. Oh, at 8 oh p.m. Boom. This is where it came from. Willie Wonka. Willie freaking Wonka. Okay, see. And here we go. You know I'm saying, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a real stuff. I mean, I, I've seen that happen. And I know for subspace, especially for those, usually the strongest subspaces I've seen were from those that literally had a kind of job and always got to be in control. Mm-hmm. And they had a hard time getting control of. Those yeah, would be the know. hardest ones in um, doing subspace. So when they give it up and finally go to that point, they got, it got usually can be very strong. For me having tears, a lot of holding, cuddling, screaming, you know, and just feeling that peace they feel when it comes over when they do that. Yeah. And consensual non-consent, non-consent, one of the biggest ones that kind of helped make that happen. Yeah. And, uh, at least the ones that I've seen and personally, I really wish that uh, people knew this more. I heard a lot of biggest complaints that the guy, um, the girl was saying the guy wouldn't do it or wouldn't choke him, wouldn't go that extra distance or couldn't last long to make it happen. And sometimes you need that endurance to make the pussy get to that point because you never know what the pussy can, ha- can handle because they've been pushed. They've been fucked so hard to the point where they just like, you know, we're good. You know, it's time to close up, lock up. That's what you need. But yeah, obviously, consensual non-consent is probably one of my favorite kids that usually get the most reactions, mm-hmm. at least the ones I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, that, mm-hmm. that, and edge, that and edge play. Edge play is powerful because now you're emotionally invested in your orgasm that I keep taking away from it and bringing it back. You know what? <laughs> emotionally invested is absolutely the right um, term to use there because I know I am. I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa, what's, what's fuck? Why you turn that off? What you doing? Why you responding? Like, it's like, okay, just relax. And, you know, um, and that's not actually what, <laughs> what daddy says to me. Well, shut the fuck up, bitch. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, and that, that will shut the fuck up, right? Um, and I'm happy to do it. Like, oh my God, you just shut the fuck up. I am gushing over here, okay? Um, and he added the little bitch at the end. Okay, <laughs> it is yes. Okay, I'm gushing. Thank. Oh, okay. Shut my ass up then, um, mm-hmm. and take whatever yeah. happened to me. This is great. Okay, it will get that. It will get that body ready to hit that space. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I, I, I I see y'all. It will. Yes, it will. I said, I see everybody going on here. Honestly, I'm like, look, um, that space, like I said, because like we just said a while back, if you're not able to do that and you can take control, usually kind of bounce because you know how powerful that space is for you. And so if you know this guy can't bring it, it just isn't the chance left, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, but you don't know until you know. Right? Yeah. Um, and I mean, I think we talked about this in the in a former talk. Like that's why vetting is so important. 
Um, mm-hmm. Getting references if you can. Like, don't be shy about that shit. That's something that the white folks, the white people in this community do well. Like, they'll talk to your fucking ex. They'll go over. They have a tea, bitch. Like, they're sharing. <laughs> you know, why? Why the tea? Crumpets and shit, like they, Aww. you know, little little sandwiches and shit, like they are all in the same room talking about the other right across, and then they're like, okay, well now we can all fuck and go home. This is gonna be great. But they did their vetting. They made sure that they did that, you know, um, you know that vetting period, and so or went through that vetting period the right way just being open and transparent which is definitely a tool we can borrow um, in the black kinky community from them so you know I mean that's we just need more of that but people just so I don't know if that's because we're just territorial I don't know honestly there's nothing wrong being at a primal Primals are usually very territorial. Same way they want to mark their territory. That, that's something that we do. It's nothing wrong with that. I mean, look. I know that when it comes to talking to exes, that can be a really that can be rocky. That ain't gonna lie, that can be rocky as hell. But I, I think you explained why earlier too. It's because of that really strong bond, and yeah. you know, it's that rocket love, uh, if you will. Um, that comes crashing down and it's like somebody's gonna get hurt but it doesn't I, I refuse to believe it always has to be that way like don't, I don't holler at like I didn't you know to my point earlier like I'm not bitter about these relationships and how they ended cause I knew they had to um and I'm not like I'm following your page and like sending you like disrespectful DMs like I ain't doing none of that shit it's like it is what it is it's okay I still want you to do well I still want you to get your nuts right like I still wish you all the best in your kinky journey um and just not continue with me right um like my pussy can't be involved but I I recognize your your humanity right and how you deserve pleasure like everyone else even if that can't come from me you know jesus christ uh, <laughs> i don't want to get your neck through all that but you know yeah just, <laughs> i can't, I can't help it man. like get your oh, I'm, I'm good with that like i ain't hating on it like because i don't want it you know i did want it <laughs> now i don't like it's fine oh well See, uh, see, that that's usually the one part some can't get quite over. Like I said, if somebody got somebody out there, like the dude, dude know he's swinging good dick and they know he's taking care of shit, she's going to feel some kind of way because she can't get it no more. And the woman knows she's swinging good pussy and he can't get it no more. He's going to feel some kind of way. So that's usually the biggest hurdle for exes to get over. Now, if the guy, you know, you ain't got nothing, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't quite as bad, you know? You know, I've I, I seen some where um, one or the party or vice versa, they ain't got to you know, sling out there and what well, they couldn't get it no more, they felt pretty good. It wasn't, it wasn't that big of a deal. At least no. what I've seen. From where you are, and are people just not being transparent about that too? Like, are they really oh, no. playing? They, they, they don't want to know their feelings a little bit. I don't know. I think yeah, they, they, they don't they don't want them to know they got them like that. 
they don't want to say that. Hey, I'm mad. I can't hit it no more. Or I'm mad. I can't. Whatever. You know, they don't want to say that. So instead, they just add that by something else. And you know, I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I mean, the one or exes have a hard time because that breakup ended with them being an asshole to each other. Yeah, I'm just saying. Either one, one or two, one or the two. But otherwise, I seen some breakups happen. Were pretty cordial. They knew the deal. They had to stop because of you know some circumstances. But they still were good friends. Mm-hmm. And you know they knew that hey they were not hurting on the you know fuck each other part so they can kind of keep keep things moving that's mm-hmm. okay but for mm-hmm. for most people they can't hear it again they feel some kind of way I see you see it up all on Twitter well I've seen it I've seen it yeah it's you see playing that shit on Twitter <sighs> it's kind of pathetic <laughs> to be honest with you but. It goes back to that full tie. It goes back to that energy. Like, I throw this fucking energy on you. And you're going to have a hard time. Like, I've mentioned, you know, my non-kink relationship. Like, you know, he still chimes in 20 years later, right? Um, My first kink relationship, that's over. But every now and then, I'll get a, you know, hey, I'm thinking about you. Or I miss you. Or you know can I come eat your pussy or whatever and I'm just like okay no thanks but um you know I'm glad you're doing well and thank you for thinking about me because we have been right and you know I recognize him as the godfather of my kink right like I don't think I'd be here without him everything has its genesis and so, um, and I wanted to give him that, right? Like, that's some big dick energy. Like, you pulled this um, out of me. You saw something in me and helped it, you know, rise, you know, like a phoenix. Um, hey, and, I hit the name. You know, hit the name. Hit the name. <laughs> um, and so I'm like, oh, yes, burn that vanilla shit down and rebirth this kink type shit. Like, he did that for me and I'll always love him for that and respect him for it um, and give him his props um, you know when it comes to that but you know you in this pussy journey ended right and it's, it will not return right because when you had it you had it and you fucked it up and so own it own that shit like I'm not coming back and it's like man you just cut niggas off yeah I cut niggas because I don't have time to waste with, you know, not knowing my worth or, or having this feeling of being, you know, building me up and building this, what we had for you to damage it with some petty bullshit. Like to me, there's no coming back from it, you know? Um, and, you know, the energy I give you, like I gave you my best, I gave you all of it. Um, I have a really high, um, well, what I'll say is intense energy in relationships. Um, mm-hmm. Like they can feel in their spirit how much I love and care and submit to them. And when they don't have it, it feels, you know, there's a void. Um, and I get it, right? Um, but I just have to place it somewhere else where it can be cultivated, you know? Um, and I'm just not gonna. I'm not going to plant gardens um, all over the place. I got one garden. So uh, let me dig my shit up, right? And plant it somewhere else where it will be watered, you know? Can I get a fucking amen? That was poetic. (laughs) (laughs) Amen indeed, man. 
was. We do need to get shit water. Yeah, I need an organ right now. Dun, 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 dun. I need a. Oh, Jesus and like, oh, like that shit was poetic right there. Oh, but yeah. yeah um, and in this in, in this dynamic here that just ended, like I'm feeling low about it. I really wish it didn't. It it would have gone on. Um, I felt like he was my kinky match on so many levels, um, and now that match is gone, and I'm I'm really. Struggling with a little it kinda, bit. It, it kind of feels okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I know I'll move on, right? And I'll move on, and mark my fucking words, okay? Ooh, here we go. <laughs> His ass will be back, okay? And because they all come back, unfortunately. Like I just, I that happens here. Like niggas just won't go away once they got pussy. I don't know. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to change numbers I don't know like I can't be hearing from all y'all asses all the time like somebody got to lose my number or lose contact or don't fucking find me um but like uh, (laughs) like you'll be back and I'm like okay nothing's changed but I'll still care for you you know I don't know that that happens a lot but but I'm sure that happens a lot to a lot of people I'm not just saying that. Oh, yeah. Like, all liberty, just her ass is on some kind of heaven, you know, skyrocket pedestal. Like, heavenly oh, pedestal. Uh, it's not like that. It's just, <laughs> you know, people, when you have a connection and that level with that intense energy, it's not an easy mm-hmm. thing ever. You know, that's really all I'm no, saying. No, it's not. I have seen that happen a few times, and yeah. You do that the right way. People realize and they want to feel kind of close to you. They want yeah. to feel what you're like, what you're about. They don't just walk away so quite so easily. They want to see what the hell's going on. Yes, you might get some stalkers or people kind of lurking. Mm-hmm. And I had I had a few I had a few stalkers on me, so I know it it, it can go down. You know. I'm not surprised <laughs> to hear that, sir. So, yeah, yeah it can happen. Yeah. Your, you know, base and your all the other things. So I'm not surprised <laughs> to hear that at all. So um, yeah, it can. Uh, so I learned. My mentor taught me that people got certain type of energy. Mm-hmm. It can cause that to happen sometimes, and. um well, I say you're right. People got to come to kind of watch depending on what, what they got going on because sometimes people may have an adverse reaction or they may just not be completely into it or they might be really into it and you're not really feeling them and now you're going to have an issue. You're having a problem here. Somebody's yeah, going to get fucked problems. over and it's not going to end well. <laughs> I won't say some of my worst situations like that where um, I think we're talking about relationships. I know it's going to be good and bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had some like that where we were trying to make things work and you know I got stuff going on in my life I know family work mm-hmm. and sometimes you're not you're not able to make time for the people you love and care for because you're taking care of your family other people you love and care for as well and priorities but you try to make the time you, make, you, you try to make the time and make it work and sometimes people they need more 
and yeah, I get that. They get that. Everybody, everybody's different, you know. Yeah. And you know, especially dealing with somebody who got like a mental disability or some kind of problem like that, yeah, it can be rough for relationships for relationships to handle relationship and also take care of somebody in the family that got a mental problem or a um, health issue like that. Trying yeah. to balance both of that. And so I can say that, yeah, sometimes you get some fighting, some anger, because once again, that primal bond is like a double-edged sword. They feel close to you and want to feel close to you more often, and then they realize they can't get their time in because of stuff, the frustration, and now you got fire in your hand, and they're thinking, well, shit. Yeah, <laughs> shit, right? Yeah, I've seen that go down, you know, and it's a, it's a learning experience, you know, trying to make sure what you can do, and what you're able to handle, what you're able to make, uh, make happen with people in your life. But it's a little rough, depending on what you want to do with people and what they agree to. Once again, that's where vetting comes in handy. You know where you stand. And I learned now, after I've gone by, to really kind of bring things more, I guess, up faster. So mm-hmm. help avoid bullshit down the road or more problems down the road. You know? Yeah, I do know. Yes, that resonates. Um, you speak about your mentor a lot. Why don't you tell me what, in regards to like those kind of like that dynamic or even the vetting process, like what's the best piece of advice you've received from your mentor about that? Uh, let's see. Like I said, vetting, you always hear talking about that. It's a big, biggest thing. Mm-hmm. The second thing was is Try to vent without uh, take time to know them before I guess fucking. Because mm-hmm. once again, if you know what you got, whether you're a girl who got that, you know, some pussy that be slopping like just stuck in the life album, or you know you got the kind of dick that's gonna be just stabbing <laughs> the hell and they ain't gonna get up too easily. You say if you know you got that, then you're gonna have to take things slow because that that complicates things. Mm-hmm. Like that's my like you know I, I seen that go down and you know when dealing with things you don't know about this person I, I heard people tell all the time like nothing worse than you're being tied to somebody who you don't even like but guess uh-huh. what now they got now they got they got they, uh, they sold it down the bedroom and now you sometimes people get stuck then oh now they got kids involved now ooh they're really stuck or some just run uh, depends on the person but yeah now you got now you got a situation now you got a driver now you're basically a walking Tyler Perry movie. You know, you know it ain't good. <laughs> I'm just saying. Not a walking Tyler Perry movie. Damn. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Now, now, we, now we got drama. Oh now we got damn drama. Man, with the wigs and every fucking thing, huh? Yeah, I got new. They had the wacky family. Add a little backdrop theme song. Add some. Uh, add the buff guy uh, uh, clean, cl- cleaning up your, your lawn, and there you go, Tyler Perry movie. There you go. Oh my <laughs> god, that's whole hilarious. I'm just saying, oh. it, it can get that rough, and that's. I think she told me that all the time, and and as I got older and tried doing things, yeah, I'm definitely taking that more to heart. Don't get me wrong, sometimes, especially with the women who I meet, mm-hmm. they're not used to a guy turning pussy down that they know can get pussy. Yeah, a little different. It's real. No, forgot- it is and- different, and it is talk about a stab to your ego. Like, especially if I got a fat ass. What you mean, though? Like, 
what what what's that mean like what is the word no and I mean I'm a brat too right like um, now I will preface this this with that shit has never happened to me but if it has I can see my ego being extremely bruised um, I'm just saying you can make it as nice as possible like I've heard of some guy they said that when it comes to that they gotta think of something because the girl might feel some kind of way I heard some guy say something they're hurt or they're injured or um something one dude said or he said he got some incurable disease going on or you gotta think of something you just can't just flat out say no because then the girl kind of just flip out on it uh, look you know nothing wrong nothing wrong with just saying no i mean look you need to tell me look i i don't feel necessary i'm coming to a situation here mine ain't right just keep it simple like that but otherwise uh, i i see that happen it's not something they're quite used to and it usually go one or two ways. Either they flip out, cuss you out, call you gay or something, or um, right. or they want you more because they're not used to a guy having the kind of strength to say no. Yep, to pussy, and 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 they know he can't you. get pussy. They're in life, they're in life to trick <laughs> that he has the kind of status where they know he can get pussy mm-hmm. when he's saying no. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're the kind of guy, if you're the kind of guy that they know he can't get pussy. They write him off as just whatever, but if they know he can. Then you know it, he can't. Tell him you know. You know you the shit. It, like, oh no, I'm it, about to take him down. And he's single. Like, what's the problem? What? 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 And then it, it fucks him up. Either they really try, or they think whatever. I I seen that happen, you know. But um, especially in this lifestyle, like I mentioned, saying it helps avoid some problems because I seen it happen. You don't even like the person. You think he's an asshole? He she thinks he's an asshole. Yada yada for vice 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 versa. But guess what? Y'all tearing each other's guts in the bedroom. So yeah, you kind of stuck sometimes because they have a hard time yeah, letting that go. You know, it's harder right. to let that go, right? And especially right, if you're not in any other relationships or dynamics, and that's just like you know, I'll just go with the consistent dick. right? With the consistent pussy. Yeah, yeah, there we go. That's uh. People get into situate what they call situationships. Situation, you know, one minute you think everything's well and good, y'all laughing. Next thing you know, she's outside keying your car, stabbing your tires, and saying, "What? Damn. What? What now?" <laughs> Think, things change, man. Damn, <laughs> damn, that's hitting home. That, Sir, you okay? Uh, Are you all right? Yeah, yeah. Luckily, I uh, like I, I said, you know. That. Oh yeah, I'm all right. I, I, I had a situation that could have been really bad. I met this one, like I said, she called herself a witch, oh. and um, oh, she shit. wanted to do some. She wanted to do some. Man. She wanted to do some blood magic shit. She said she, oh, she was trying shit. to get on. She she was trying to get on me hard. Like she wanted me to get. I mean, no no pretense, no games. I want you to fuck this pussy. Now, wow. normally when I see a girl, when I when I when I see a girl that aggressive from the very get-go, the first few messages, like, I ain't even met you yet. Just first day, less what? than five minutes, less than five minutes of just seeing my profile and texting me. I'm thinking, trap, or either it's really a dude, or I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking trap or something, something, something going wrong. And so I'm like, wait, 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 wait. This is way, what's up? What's going on? Right. So right. I'm just saying, I, I didn't I did really like your profile. I like how you look, and I read about what you do, and I I, I want to give this to you. So no, no, wait a minute, man. You going way to what? Uh, you trying to, I'm trying to get am I am I, am I getting ro- am I getting rolled or what? 
Like, hell no. Like, I, said, I, ain't, I ain't like, look, man. Like, now I get, I get a girl maybe talk a day or two, and you meet. I seen that, and you fuck the first date. I seen that. Yeah, sure. yeah, I seen sure. that. But not I literally, in the you, DMs. Like I'm trying to. I like uh, you. Well, you you know got what? my DM and straight to straight. Yeah, now I'm saying it happened to females. Yeah, when it happens the other way around, guys ain't used to it. I'm just saying, man. Guys talk mm-hmm. about they want that, but when it, when it really happens, sometimes guys like say they think it's a trap, either the dude or they're about to get rolled or what. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm asking it. Mm-hmm. I, I said, look, let, I said, look, let me talk to you on the phone first. I gotta make sure you're a woman or something, man. Right. I, I got, I got. Now, mind you, this happened years ago. And I never had the experience I got now, man. I'm like, you know, I'm just, I'm just hearing this. Like, wait, this, what's the hell going on? I'm, I'm in decent shape. Did it with just weights. That helped a lot. But you know, you were. I I'm talking the older pictures. You look great. Oh, she. <laughs> She's like, yeah, that, that works. <laughs> I was saying she was. She she was she said she was okay. You know, I'll right, talk a little bit, and I found that I found out. Oh, by the way, I do this. Um, you know, I'm taking my R in, and, 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 and I'm a witch. Wait, what? 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 Is it what? A witch. You know, I said, I said, I said, I said R in none of before that. Go back. What you said, witch? Oh, well, yeah. It, 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 it's in it's in it's in the family a little bit, you know. And I, mm-hmm. I really want you. To, I really want you to eat this pussy when I put some blood. Whoa, 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 whoa. 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 Whoa, you want to put you want to you want to put your stuff on your pussy and have me eat it yeah Ooh. it tastes so good you Ooh. will never i like oh fuck no i'm like wait, wait. Like, look, like first of all first of all my family's beliefs and yours are like just clashing hard clashing secondly hard. secondly you're talking about putting your period blood on your on your coochie and have me suck it like a goddamn cherry icy this ain't gonna work, man. No, no, not your hell no, no, man. This is, this is a hard l- limit for me. I'm a, I'm a use. Wait, every, okay, wait, I'm wait, a, wait. What's the hard limit? No period blood. Hell no, I'm not slipping that thing. No, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> hell no, man. She, I have to check, being that you are no, no. So like ninety eight percent. Primal. That's a fair question. I mean, yeah, I I, I know I'm at the primal, but I I like I like my steak medium rare and all oh. that. But that, that, but there's there's some type of you know, no, I'm not no man. <laughs> like, no man, it ain't gonna work. I said okay, look, look, we gonna have a problem. I'm gonna shut she my gonna... ass up over here then about that subject. Okay. She said, she, she, she said, we got, we got to talk. So what? I can't, we can't do this. What do you mean? I, I heard you kinky. Say, yeah, I'm kinky. I hate my kinky. And then top it off, you a witch. You probably doing some blood magic shit on. No, yeah, yeah. I didn't have no blood magic. That's what that. That was a, I mean, she. Then, then my. Put then, it there. I don't yeah, know. she did. Then my mentor told me she was said you dodged the bullet. So what do you mean? She said she had somebody in her life she knew, with a friend of hers, and this woman was not that good looking. She was like, really? She was built like, you know, built like SpongeBob SquarePants. Mm-mm. Face was kind of, you know, whatever. Hair looking, looking a mess. She didn't have no ass, but she had dudes in line coming to her. She was saying she practiced witchcraft, and you know, she had guy eat a pussy out while she put some shit on it. And my thing is, and that, that blood magic, that, that stuff was real, man. Had these dudes doing shit that, you know, it didn't look right. I said, oh hell, I'm out. Nope, nope, nope. Mm-hmm. I ain't doing that. So I told her, I said, we ain't going to work. And she left me alone. But, you know, 
And once again, I would tell my mentors that every time, it's a difference if you're fuck on the first date as opposed to she trying to get you in less than five minutes, like now, now. Yeah, like I just hopped yeah, in inbox shit. just at no, 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 no. Like chill. That's that is that is way too eager. I've seen girls who are eager and still talk for a day or two to date. And yeah, I see that, but not literally text you five minutes. Fuck me now. Like no, right. the that, trap. Yeah. I'm saying it's a trap. I'm thinking either you traveling, I'm being rolled. You with the guy. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, people are like, I mean, I don't know. I guess that's out there. I mean, to me, as a, oh, yeah, no, you know, we hear that shit all the time. But oh, yeah, I, I guess I would have that if I was a dude. I'd be a little like, damn, like, what? Where yeah. is this coming from? Um, now I see. Now I see. Like eager, maybe first first date. Yeah, I can see that. But come mm-hmm. on, roll on in and found out. Found to try to put some blood on your pussy and wanted. No, I'm not. No. <laughs> That 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 was the catch. That's the catch. You do some blood magic shit on no hell no. I'm not oh, hilarious. Wow. So that was one of my one of my situations. I definitely got the hell out. Of. I, I think I only ran to maybe two witches in my life that tried that shit. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, one that she told me from the get go, I never got involved. The second one told me halfway while we're doing things that she also practiced a little witchcraft, and mm. she always she always tried to get me to eat her pussy. She said, "No, man, <laughs> oh no, I don't trust witches. I do not trust witches on that scenario. I'm thinking y'all should put something on your pussy. That's 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 no, that, 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 that just me. That's just me. I had one try to do that shit to me, and I, I got the hell out of there. So yeah, yeah like I, I ran with her situation." Hmm. I ran like uh, I ran like hell. There's some god dang uh, uh shoot like a zoom, like a froom type. No man, I'm not gonna do the thing. Did it She she tried to bibbity my boo. I didn't want that man. No. <laughs> I then so I, I said I, I do not like where this is going here, so I will not consent to that and get the hell out. But yeah, that that's one of the worst. I think I kind of seen. Um, I think the other one pretty good. I mentioned why I said my primal situation um, for like six years long relationship, a very deep bond. She was the um, six years someone. Yeah, very, very dear, and learned a, yeah, learned a lot from that. And I can say, I can say relationships can last a long time. I always tell people all the time that, yeah, they can be about as strong as a marriage, depending how you go about it. Or they can suck suck ass, depends where you go about that there, you know? Or suck the light. It takes, yeah, it takes communication. It takes communication and preparation. And I know, once again, I'm not perfect, but each day you're trying to go past and to pass your limits. Kind of like for everybody else in their life. As long as you keep going forward, that's the main thing that matters. So, yeah. 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 Forward. Yeah. That's. <laughs> Damn. I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to process. I'm this still list. trying to process, right? The stop. Uh, you know, the, the halt. Because um, there, were, there were things about that relationship that were quite beautiful that I know I'll miss um, like we had a, a routine that I really enjoyed um, kind of like a like a morning routine I, I really enjoyed 
that mm-hmm. you know I won't get to enjoy um, like I was right so I can continue some of that on my own right but I, I certainly can't you know when I start a new relationship be like yeah so this is what I like you to do like no he'd have to establish his own beautiful routine with me right so it's just mm-hmm. pieces that you kind of have to leave and maybe even bury where they are um, but you know you'll be able to take that experience and live with it and be with it and move on to something else that um, you know will suit will suit you in that regard as well so I won't even say better it's just different um, that's all you can do in your life is try yeah that's all you can do yeah. I'd say it could have been a whole lot worse. I'd say that from compared to what you got going on, yeah, that it could be a whole hell of a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, it, it could be. It could be. And I'm I'm grateful for, you know, I don't regret um what either of these situations whatsoever on my journey. Like it's a part of my journey and I'm on it. You know, it's gonna have this it's forks in the road. It's going to have, you know, it's rocks in the road. Um, but, you know, stay on the road, right? Which is really what I'm trying it's to all do. You, it's all you can do. Yeah. So stay on the road. So um, what's happening with your journey right now? Like, you can hear that I'm at a crossroads of sorts, right? Like, um. I'm still, once again, going through my own style of uh, betting. And I know right now in my life between the sessions and the vetting and the podcasting mm-hmm. and the work and my family and my people I'm family trying to take care of and the family members, that kind of situation. I know it's a lot. And I'm mm-hmm. trying to have my mentor about that. And some need more time. And with me kind of splitting up time for my work and Mm-hmm. Taking care of people, my people, people in my family who got health issues. Some mm-hmm. people may feel some kind of way. You don't have enough time for them, and it will get bad. But once again, mm-hmm. when a mentor keeps saying you laying down all that kink stuff, and you got their, got them <laughs> feeling something, feeling something, and they want more of that, sh- and you can't, you ain't got time to give when they want to because you're taking care, you're taking care of right. um, sick, sick family members or your job, and yeah, they're gonna feel some kind of way. And I'm in the bracket um, out. Yeah, Brett comes out hard to the point it's five just rage and you know, they don't want to, you know, uh-huh. it's rough. And so I'm trying to I get that. I hit it and slowly trying to work on more things to I guess better time management, I guess. Yeah. And I know how some kind of kind of feel about that. Yeah, that's they don't have a problem. <laughs> yep. Damn. Well, you know, I, I yeah. have taken up gonna say this is it's a strong word for me to use right now but i'm gonna say rigging i'm really interested in learning more about rigging i'm a rope bunny myself oh here we go and i've been doing some self ties and i'm finding that quite therapeutic um yeah quite therapeutic um it feels so good being in the rope and even though i don't have a partner right now tying me um, it's tying me over. Oh, do you, you tie me right over? There? You see what I did tie there? Me. Oh, you're it's so tie me over. 
<laughs> Tie me over. I knew you was. Oh, there you go. Okay, I see. I see. I see what you're doing there. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I am appreciating that, but you know, the other thing that um, that's occurring to me. One of my first dynamic was local, and my second yeah. was long distance, and the distance was a part of what got in the way of it being successful. Um, Mm -hmm. and I don't think I'm going to do that shit anymore. Should I give that up? Uh, No, personally, I seen long distance relationships, um, years ago, I used to do them. And, um, uh, like I said, my six year one started out long distance two years and we finally met and went pretty well, but I, I usually don't work out so well. And a lot of them definitely work out. That's just one that happened to do pretty good. And still somewhat on a friendly basis, even after it ended. So okay. my thing is, I recommend staying close if you can, because long distance only works if the strong, the bond is very, very strong. Otherwise, yeah, you just you're just fucked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It I won't mean, really, it won't really end well. For, I don't know, six going on seven months, and yeah, it sucks. Um, and we couldn't end it like face to face either, which also felt really bad. Um, because I don't like doing the whole like I'm about to send you a text or a, <laughs> right or like say yeah. it to you over the phone. Like it just doesn't feel right. Um, but we, you know, had to do it that way. It was just oh, it was just so fucking oh, it's just fucked up, period. Like, I feel really fucked up about it. Um, but, you know, I'm still on the road. Hey, I understand. Uh, Will we, that road that... be leading outside of uh, these boundaries? I don't know. Like, how far is <laughs> Like, can you get in a car and drive here and, like, be here today? <laughs> Right. Like if you can't do that, like if you're out like, yeah, I'll be there tomorrow once I hop in the car or like, yeah, no, Mm-mm. I don't want to have to take saying. a flight to get some dick is all I'm saying. Like, that's just beyond me <laughs> at this point. Like, I'm just not flying around uh, to dick appointments. Like I am not a celebrity. So that Jesus shit doesn't work. Right. Like, can you get and your G, okay, or whatever, and get here in (laughs) 10 minutes or less is ideal. However, if it takes Uh, you a couple of hours, like, I I can, I can roll with it, you know, but like, cross-country dick, I think I'm giving up on that. I might look it up, maybe it might be a fetish for some people, cross-country dick or something. (laughs) 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 Cross-country dick. Holy shit. Like, uh, the more, no, more. How, how far away are you? About four thousand miles. Oh shit! Yeah, shit. Fuck out of here. Like, no, <laughs> that's not gonna work. Um, and then it yeah. also is your love of like. To me, I need, I need more intensity. Like, I can't. You can't dick me yeah. down good, and then I'll see you for another month. Like, what? Like, no. Yeah. My mentor was telling me, you know. You know, you're doing all that stuff to them, and you got stuff going to family. You got to be able to spend more time, and you know, you're divided, taking care of them and work. And yeah, you have an issue, especially doing your job right. You're doing your job right. They're going to want it more often. 
I mean, you don't mm-hmm. have to give them to them when they want to because you're busy. Anger, rage. <laughs> I think of the, I think oh. of like the the red the, the the red the red lantern core, the rage ring. Pretty much, oh, yeah, there you go. Man, damn, that's <laughs> fucked up, sir. I must say, I'm I'm just saying, man. I've seen it happen. I know people got lives, and I even had you know some tell me they're used to you know. Um, being on kind of ships and taking a while because they've been with people who do truck, um, um, truck driving that kind of thing. Hmm. And like I said, if you if you if you if you're hitting it right, guess what? They gonna get mad too. Wow! Oh my god! <laughs> it can it can get like that, and you know all you can do is do the best you can to communicate. So you run out a lot of pitfalls. You know what? Now that you brought out rope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna have to. We're gonna definitely set up for another podcast. Can we make that one back about all rope? I think that'd be a good idea because mm-hmm. I miss talking about rope. I so do just too. keep keep it just complete nasty on the rope side and the artistic side of it. Let's go for that. Yeah, I miss talking about that. I know the relationship talk helps out to vent a lot of shit up in the air and everybody feeling. And yeah, yeah so I probably have to balance that out with back in the rope talk and hey, how that went. That'd be dope. <laughs> I love talking about. Um, my rope experience, and um, and that is subspace city. I must say, like y'all get in that harness, baby, I'm gone. Okay, well, see, there um, we go. And so that's it's just being a rope is is super um, amazing. If you haven't tried it, you should. Um, if you are a black man, you should rig. I'm also your mentor. You said we used to say that to you, but I totally agree as a rope bunny and meeting kinky men who are like, oh, yeah, I don't I don't really know how to do it like that. I'll be like, yeah, like I immediately is the deflate. I'm like, OK, oh, no, not the deflate. God, yes, the deflate. deflate. Like, OK, like I asked a dude today who jumped in my DM for he's been jumping in my DM a lot, but that's fine. I'm going to talk to him, too, because he has very interesting stories. I digress. Oh, here we go. But he's like, <laughs> yeah, so he's like commenting on a post. I do a lot of posts about um, rope or someone tied in rope, like really beautiful, um, you know, designs and things. And he's like, you know, I'm trying, I, I really want to learn how to do this. And I'm like, so, so he that made him like 10 times more interesting when he said that, right? I was like, oh, are oh, you a oh, no, bigger? No. He replies with the no. I'm like, okay, well, okay, what are we talking about then? So then he's like, but I'm trying to learn. I've been doing some simple ties. So it's like, oh, okay, my meter went right back up. So it was like 10, one, five, right? So, what the? So, what the hell? Yeah. Okay, no, yeah. We definitely got, yeah, we definitely see that story right there. Gotta be safe. Gotta be safe for the next podcast on Rope. You know, I can see that right. It's gonna be a good hell of a story right there. I give them like a few days later, simmer. I sense more gonna come from this one. I already know. I yeah, already know. That's what's up. I'm with it. No problem. Okay, then. Uh, I'll just say thank so you for funny. coming on here. Coming on here talking about relationships and people losing their goddamn minds and, and uh, which is slinging period blood, but yeah, I say this is a this is a pretty hell of a good podcast. Here. For the record, <laughs> I'm into listen I, that part of primal on me, but you know what? I'm also someone who menstruates, so listen, don't right. stare and yuck on that on my yawn boo boo with that like fear that shit. 
Weird ass shit. Oh, see? How uh, the hell we come from relationships to this? I don't know. Random. Random. <laughs> oh, of course. Hence, hence the random. So now it's coming out like, hey. Oh, here we go. See, we're from random to this. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, we got, I'm a, I'm a, I had to say that for the next podcast. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm cutting to the close. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and in scene. Jesus Christ. Until next time, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>